Hi, I'm Chris Brodenin, the 2023-2024 president of the Junior League of Atlanta, and I'd like to welcome you to this episode of JLA Inside Out, stories from inside and outside of the Junior League of Atlanta. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of JLA Inside Out. We have today uh, myself, Marcel Weeks, and Mia Wells, co-producers of the podcast. We have a special guest, Tanya Pleer, chair of the Little Black Dress Initiative. Tanya, please introduce yourself to the audience. Good. Hello, my name is Tanya Pleer. I am the chair of the LBDI or the Little Black Dress Initiative for 2024. And I am originally from the great state of West Virginia, but moved to Atlanta about 15 months ago from New York City, where I lived for almost 25 years. I work in the financial services industry um, as a product manager, and I've been a member of the Junior League since the fall of 2019. And I joined in the Junior League of New York City. So happy to be here tonight. Yes, thank you. We appreciate you taking on this initiative of Little Black Dress. Thanks for joining us tonight. Can you give us a little more information about the uh, Little Black Dress Initiative? Sure. So the Little Black Dress Initiative is a social media awareness um, and fundraising campaign that was started by the Junior League of Atlanta in 2014. And it's a week-long campaign where Junior League members who sign up to be advocates wear one Black dress for five consecutive days to bring awareness to the restrictions, poverty places on choices, opportunities, and access to resources for women and children. And so the dress simply symbolizes a lack of choice. Um, And we know that we can't correct the ills of society um, by wearing these dresses, but we can raise our voices and amplify the issues that women and children in the metro Atlanta area are facing and to also highlight how the Junior League of Atlanta is working weekly to partner with nonprofits, coalitions, state and local government officials to bring about effective change for those issue areas. That sounds amazing. I really appreciate that we, as as an organization, have given that thought to, to use our members to for that type of platform to get out this initiative. And how do you Little Black Dress been for the community of Atlanta? And how do you think it's going to be this year? You know, I think any time that you can raise and amplify um, your voice to share the issues that are impacting people, um, especially people who are sometimes unable to do it for themselves for a variety of reasons, um, you know, I think that is always a win. And you know, junior the Junior League of Atlanta has been doing this in uh, this project since 2015. Um, so this will be you know mo- moving into our sort of our ninth year um, hosting this initiative within our league, and it just it it just shows the power of collective impact and our ability to um, to amplify our voices, to roll up our sleeves in service and to also raise money that we then take and circle back and circulate back into the uh, training for volunteers, as well as into the offering of programs for, 
for the clients of our community partners. So I think the impact is great. And um, and again, as, as long as you can raise your voices and make people aware, um, then more people can do effective work to create change. We're trying to transform lives here. And we do that one person, one woman, one child at a time. Absolutely. And, you know, one person, one child, one woman at a time um, can make a big impact when you look into the future. And so how can individuals or organizations contribute or support the Little Black Dress Initiative? So next week, beginning January 22nd um, through the 26th, we will host our Little Black Dress Initiative Week. Um, that will be our five days social media campaign. And our advocates will be um, posting messages with statistics, with impact statements about the work that we're doing with our community partners on social media. So one thing that people can do is just to follow Junior League of Atlanta on social media. We're on um, all of the three major social media platforms, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. And you will be able to see those posts and to be able to react to them in by either sharing them or by also and by also clicking on the fundraising link that will be included in all posts where you'll be able to make a donation to the cost. Okay. Tanya, um, can you give us some of the goals for um, the, the organization as of this year? Sure. So this year with Little Black Dress Initiative, our goal is to have 60 advocates raise $60,000 for operational and programmatic costs um, in support of our community partners. Um, I actually have a personal stretch goal with this that I've asked all advocates to um, take a step up and stretch and help us to raise $100,000, actually $107,000, because this is the 107th year of the Junior League of Atlanta. And so I wanted us to mark the occasion of 107 years of service by raising $107,000 in support of our work in the community. Oh, wow. That's a, that's a big goal. But um, <laughs> I think there's $107,000 or more out there for us. Uh, I, you know what? I, I think so, too. In the world we live in today and everything is online and social, I think I think we can reach that goal between the Junior League, our community partners, and just overall volunteers that just like to help us in the Atlanta community. I think I think we could do it as a as a group, as a, as a unit, as they say. Absolutely. We challenge each of the, our advocates to ask everyone. So leave no stone unturned. So here's hoping that we get there. We're going to work really hard to try to do that. Now, for those of the, those of our audience that wants to donate, how would they actually donate to the cause? So I will also uh, uh, direct you to the three different social media uh, platforms that the Junior League has um, a connection. And you could just go into those um, to and search for Junior League of Atlanta. I believe most of them are at JL Atlanta. Um, so J, letter J, letter L, and then Atlanta. Um, 
But on the post that we'll be making throughout LBDI week, there will be a link to um, our fundraising platform where you can make a donation. And you don't have to tag it to a particular person. You can just make a donation to the campaign. Okay. All right. Well, that's a good way to get the word out. So make sure you reach out to all of the Junior League of Atlanta social sites and directly on the JLA website for donations. That's perfect. And I like how um, technology is being leveraged to meet the goal. So that's awesome. Use all the resources to get the word out. That's right. And, And so going back to yourself, because you are the chair of this initiative, you um, conducted the training for the members of the Junior League of Atlanta who want to participate. Can you tell me um, why this is so personal to you? Um, why did you want to be involved with this initiative? Um, I moved to Atlanta in October of 2022. And the first activity that I participated in with the Junior League of Atlanta was the Little Black Dress Initiative. I didn't know a whole lot about it. I read about what it meant and and um, the the impact that it would make on the community, but I didn't know how it would run and things like that. And so, but I fell in love with it, right? And I love the idea of uh, a group of women coming together to really work to raise our voices about the issues that are facing children and to really showcase this work that Junior League is doing. And then I participated in a subsequent program a little bit later that year. And it was, it was along the, the program theme was along the same lines. And that further inspired me to, to want to take up leadership in this area and to really do work. You know, one of the things that is has been so jarring to for me um, as a new uh, resident of Atlanta is just understanding the impact of poverty um, in the Atlanta metropolitan area and realizing how how little opportunity the the the, the that the result of poverty um, compounds one's lack of opportunity. Um, to to thrive in life. And I don't want to be a person who has all of the gifts and talents that I have to not roll up my sleeves and to do something about it. So as I mentioned before, one woman one woman at a time, one child at a time, it's really doing this critical work, meaningful work that will help move the needle in someone's life. You know, I think a lot of times we do surface work, but really trying to do something that's going to truly transform someone's life and change their trajectory. And that can be accomplished in many different ways. And that's what, that's what inspires me. Yes. And, you know, it, it's good for those of us who have a voice and who are able to speak up for those um, who do not. And that that is very important. And so when you look back on your time with the Little Black Dress Initiative, what are you most proud of? Um, I'm, I'm excited because I was able to come in to 
so number one, just first participating in the program. And then second, being able to now take the, the leadership of the program over and to really try to ensure that number one, that our advocates are ready um, and that they fully understand the issues, um, the issues that impact the people, the people of Atlanta, women and children of Atlanta. And um, so really excited about that and really excited about helping the Junior League to really begin to focus more on impact. So we're doing all this wonderful work, right? All this amazing work. You know, we have volunteers coming out every day, um, every week and every day to, to serve the community. But it's being able to take that work and tell a story um, as well as create that impact in the lives of children and women. Yes. And so when you think of partnerships or successful collaborations in your time um, doing this, can you tell us or give us an example of that? Um, so I, one of the things, we have a signature program that uh, was started in the Junior League um, several years ago. I don't know the exact year that it was started, but it's called uh, Journey to Literacy. And I think the program is pretty spectacular because um, we have members who go out to, to different libraries, to different community centers, to host reading circles with with children and also provide resources to parents on the importance of reading to children and also to provide them with tools and techniques to do that. And we do the some of these events in partnership with the Atlanta Public Library System, with the Atlanta Public Schools. Um, and I just think that's a great example of the work that JLA is doing. Um, and it's it's our own signature program. So I wouldn't even say that it's a partnership other than it just partnering with LBDI to be um, an initiative that we showcase um, as a part of um, the program. But, um, you know, in Atlanta, 75% of children in the highest need neighborhoods are not reading proficiently by the third grade and are at risk of falling behind. And so if you think about um, the importance of literacy um, and it being the foundational tool to prevent other kind of compounded issues that a child may face if they're not able to read professionally. So it can lead someone down several different paths that are not good. So I think that's a great example of partnership and of impact that helps a person throughout their lives. Yes. And um, literacy, literacy skills are, are crucial. Um, you know, it enables individuals to access better job opportunities, to contribute, you know, to their workplace, to their community, adapt to technology. So literacy is, is the foundation of, of everything. So I'm glad you bring that up. Um, um, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us about the Little Black Dress Initiative. Um, for people who are listening, 
who are interested. This may be their first time hearing about Little Black Dress Initiative. Uh, can you give any advice to those who may hear this? One, want to be involved. Uh, two, may want to create their own initiative in their community to raise awareness about the issues we've discussed. Could you give some tips on that? Sure. So I so first, if you're a member of the Junior League, um, definitely, you know, dig deep um, and really become involved and understand um, not only the service that you're doing through your placements within the Junior League, but also understand the why, right? Like, why are we doing this? Um, what's really happening? Under reading statistics, I think educating yourself about the issue areas that the nonprofit focuses in on um, is critical. So if if that's for people who are members, just to kind of really dig deep, make your placement more than just the service aspect of it, make it uh, an opportunity for you to truly understand the issue areas that are being addressed. For those who are not members of the Junior League of Atlanta, one plug would be to maybe consider joining us if you're um if you're a woman in, in the Atlanta metropolitan area we would love to have you as a member um and you can roll up your sleeves um in solitude with us as we do our work but also if joining groups is not your thing there's so much work to do in our country in our state in our city and understanding and finding an issue area that is important to you and whether it's something that you see in your neighborhood directly in your child's school um in on the corner down the street from your house whatever it is that's bothering you um find out more information about it educate yourself about it go on to you know we live in this in this world where technology is at our fingertips and information is at our fingertips do the necessary research about it, see who's working on those issues, and then join them, right? So a lot of times we we are the sideline uh, participants. We, we often complain about all these bad things that happen, but we never do the work to bring about the change. So that's what I would suggest you do is the things that bother you, join the fight, get involved, educate yourselves, and make the change. I, I completely agree with you. Would not be right for us to not invite those, our listeners, who may not be members of the Junior League to join us um, in the community involvement. And, you know, I hate to sound cliche, but seriously, being the change that we want to see, you know, just as you said, instead of being on the sidelines, there's so many organizations um, going on, especially in the Atlanta metropolitan area, there are people who are in the fight. Um, they're in the field every day. They're seeing it up close. And I think it's important, you know, uh, especially if, you know, you're living a life where your worries are minimal, you know, it, it, it's not having to worry about where your meal is going to come from, not having to worry about having water. Those are, are things that sometimes we may take for granted. We're in our homes, we're warm, 
there's someone who does not have the ability to pay for their heat. They may not have a roof over their head. And so when we think about those things, where where can I pitch in? Who needs a hand? I, I agree with everything you said. Tanya, give your last thoughts before we close. Sure. And, and just kind of tagging onto your last point. And you can do that as an individual too, you know, pay it forward, you know, like if you're in the grocery store and you're in line and pay for the person who's ahead uh, behind you in line, pay for their groceries or pay for the person that's ahead of you. You know, these little kind of random acts of kindness go a long way. Um, Offer to pay for the school lunch bills, the overdue school lunch bills in your local school. Um, that and that helps to minimize hunger. Like there's just so many different ways, even as an individual, that you can tap in um to support people. So, but my final words are, you know, this to your point, just let's just be good people. You know, I think we are in um th- these post-COVID times that we're in are very peculiar and um and the challenges that we're facing on many fronts. Um we have yet to fully see the true impact of COVID um, on people and their lives and their mental state. Let's just be good to each other. Let's be kinder to each other, but let's also help each other. And if we see people who um, need support, um, let's help them and let's not make them feel bad about it. And then also too, let's just throw on our hands and rally together collectively because collective impact is powerful. Let's rally together and let's not care about who gets the credit. Let's not care about who's the leader. Let's just get the work done because that's what the the critical, that's what's critical um, in these days and time. Tanya, thank you so much for coming on. We do appreciate it. And we want you to invite you back after a little justice over so we can get a recap of how everything went and some things that you want to touch on for the next year. If you're going to still be co-chairing that. Um, we do appreciate you coming on the show to, to today. And uh, thank you for being a wonderful guest. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to this episode of JLA Inside Out. If you have feedback, thoughts, or questions, we would love to hear from you. Please reach out to us at insideout at jlatlanta.org.